Hi, what's up, my mama friend? Today, we are going to jump back into the conversation that I had with Mel Hashi from the Strong Family Project. In last week's episode, she shared the seven elements to build a strong, unbreakable, unshakable family. So if you missed that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because there's just so much good stuff in it. That being said, you don't have to listen to part one in order to get the goodness from part two. Mel's going to share her advice on how to be a fully present and fully intentional mom, especially when you are really striving and desiring to build that strong family. You need to be those things. But at the same time, we can't be those things all the time, right? We're only human. And so when we feel like we failed at being present and intentional or fail at just being a quote-unquote good mom, how do we work through mom guilt? Mel has some really good advice there. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and don't forget to write a review, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. All right, let's get into the conversation. It is my pleasure to welcome back Mel Hashi. Um, let's get into some mom wisdom. So implementing um, all of the uh, family core values, the conversations, the morning routines, all of that does certainly um, need someone who's very intentional, fully present. What are your best tips on doing that as a mom when you have so much going on all the time, when you do have a lot of responsibility, even if some of those responsibilities are spread throughout the family, um, how do you just stay fully present and intentional? Well, the first thing I do is I recognize that I need some time to myself. And for me, the way that I do that is I get up extra early. So I started getting up at like 530 in the morning because I need to have time when I'm not interrupted and being spoken to. Because, you know, once kids are up, they just talk, 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 and you can't really think. So I personally, for me, I start my day a little earlier and I make my coffee and I sit down and I, uh, I read this like stoic book about like just things about living a good life. And then I read the Bible a little bit and then I get into making my kids lunches. So I have to have that time in the morning to myself because if I happen to sleep in and the kids wake up before me, it's a much oh, more yeah. frazzled day. You're <laughs> already constantly <laughs> trying to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also I'm, I'm a very patient person and I recognize that I, I've like made the decision that if my kid needs me, I have to put my stuff aside. So for example, uh, my kids will go downstairs and I usually start cleaning up in the kitchen. Now my middle son, ever since school started, will kind of hang out a little longer and talk to me. And usually that's my time to turn out a podcast and clean up the kitchen mm-hmm. and kind of have a little time to myself. But I realize it's almost like I'm intentional, right? Like I realize, okay, he's doing this. This is a pattern. He needs me. He needs mm-hmm. some one-on-one time with mom. Because with sports in school, there's not a lot of one-on-one time available. So I just kind of made that decision to kind of hang out with him and let him hang out. Because I could just say, hey, you need to get downstairs (laughs) and go shower because their bedrooms are downstairs. So like I said, a little bit of time to myself in the morning. And then just making that conscious decision that if my kid comes to me and needs me, like Mm -hmm. I I need to be selfless and just give him that time. Even Mm -hmm. It's not easy. But I I, I recognize, first of all, that they're not going to be little forever. And I'm trying to put like investment into our relationship because I feel like at some point he's going to need me in a bigger way. And if I don't put in those little deposits now into that relationship, Mm -hmm. he might not come to me. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I, I like actually the word you use there, deposits. It's like you are <laughs> investing for, you know, greater things that are going to come. Uh, yeah. Probably scarier things for us moms with kids right. growing <laughs> up and all of that. Yeah. So I like that you use that word there. Now on days where you're not able to get up early or maybe, a, you know, you know, your kid needs you and just at that moment, you're so overwhelmed. You need some time to yourself. Maybe you're just so like oversensitized, uh, over, uh, what's that word? Uh, just stimulated. Yes. Overstimulated. Okay. Yes, that's the exact word I was looking for. <laughs> and, and you just decide, okay, I, I can't do this right now. And then later, oh, the mom guilt sets in. Oh, well, I know that feeling. Yes. What What's your advice there? How have you been able to work through that and get yourself back into a place where you can be fully present and intentional? So a thing that's, that's happened for me is I want my kids to see me as a human, not as mm-hmm. just a mom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, growing up, I truly idolized my parents and I thought that they could do no wrong. So I... Not that that's a terrible thing, but I think now that I'm raising my own kids, I try to want them to see me as someone who is fallible. I'm not perfect. So if there's a moment when I'm struggling and I can't be there for them, I try to reason with them. I try to be real with them. So like mom's having a hard day. Like Mom's struggle too. Mom, mom's having a hard time. I need to step away to take care of myself so that I can be there for you later. So I don't try to yeah. say like, I need to, a break from you or, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're driving me crazy. Like, I don't use phrases like that. I try to just quickly explain to them like, Hey, mom's a person too. I had a hard day, whatever. I don't necessarily tell them the details of why it's a hard day. Um, but I try to show them that I'm a person too. And I have days when I'm going to struggle and I need to step away right now and just take a little break so that I can come back and be, for, be there for you. So that's really my perspective. I, I think sometimes, at least in my experience growing up, I just thought that they never struggled. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? here. So here. I want the kids to see that because they're going to be an adult someday too. Mm-hmm. There's like I said earlier, there's not a magic morning you wake up and suddenly like, you know how to do this adult thing. So I want them to see me as like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I've tried to do in my life as well. And it's, it's, Funnily enough, it's really hard. It actually takes a lot of courage to show that vulnerability um, for me to my kids because, you know, you want to be super mom. You want to be like, I can be there for you for anything and everything. Um, but I think you're right in the in the long run, showing them that you are human. Um, you're always going to be mom, but you're also always going to be human and you're going to have this range of emotion and and limits to, you know, physical demands, emotional demands, mental demands, all of that. Yes. And, I, and I'm not too proud to apologize to them. Mm-hmm. I will come to them sometimes mm-hmm. like during the evening debrief. Yeah. If something happened earlier and I feel really bad about it, that mom guilt, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll apologize to them. Or even like there have been times when I've laid up awake at night and I'm like, oh, I didn't say the right thing. Or I, you know, was too short with them during whatever dinner or whatever the case may be, I'll actually like write myself a note. And the next day I'll pull whichever one of them aside and I'll say, Hey, like yesterday, I'm not proud of how I handled the situation. And I want you to know that I'm going to, you know, I I don't, I'm not proud of that. And I'm going to do better next time. So like, I think it's important for them to see you as someone who also can apologize. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Well, Mel, this is amazing. I love what you and your husband and your family are doing with a strong family project. Uh, Where can moms go to learn more about that and connect with you? 
Sure, you can find us at the strongfamilyproject.com. Well, strongfamilyproject.com. That's where all of our links are. We actually offer a free PDF of the seven steps of the path there. And we're also on Instagram at the official Strong Family Co. So you can find us there too. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mel. I'll have all of those links in the show notes. Everyone go check it out. Thank you so much, Anna. I appreciate the conversation. All right. That was Mel Hashi from the Strong Family Project. And if you missed last week's episode where Mel went over each of those seven elements to building a strong family, make sure to go check that out. Next week on Moms Grab Coffee, I have the pleasure of welcoming Dr. Sarah Visser on the show, and she is going to talk about integrated living, especially for you moms who feel the push and pull of a quote-unquote work-life balance that often can lead to us feeling a lot of mom guilt. If we're working, we feel guilty for not spending that time with our children. This is going to be such a good conversation, and it's going to help you live a little more joyfully and embrace each of the callings that God has placed on your life. So hit that follow button on your podcast app and make sure to share the show with a friend. All right, my dear, have a wonderful, hope-filled, blessed week, and I'll catch you again next week for a cup of coffee with a side of faith wisdom, and hope.